Hello and welcome again to another edition of Myrtle Beach Focus this weekend on your favorite Cumulus Radio Station. I'm Night Train and as always, joined by the city of Myrtle Beach's Mark Crew. Mark, how are you, sir? Well, Night Train, I am much better than I was, you know, two days ago. You and I are talking early this week because it's Thanksgiving. We're talking on Monday, but this was the lost weekend for me. I got a booster shot, a COVID booster on Friday. And by Friday evening, I was headachy and achy and just in, in a world of pain, basically, for the next 36 hours. So I, I'm better than I was by a long shot. Was it, because um, we were talking off the air about that, and I hadn't heard any people, I hadn't heard, I hadn't heard about how if there was a reaction. Well, did you say it's similar to when you got your second shot? Well, I had had the Johnson & Johnson, so it was a one and oh, done okay, okay, the okay. first time. But it, it gave me some, some effects, although I don't really remember. Memory is, is fading at that point. But, I, yeah, yikes. I, although I, I know people who have also gotten the booster this, this past week with me or recently, and they breezed through it. So I'm not sure what it is about my system that did not like COVID at all. So, so and as far as the uh, the booster goes, <clears throat> excuse me, is that just like when you got your, your first shots anyway, is it just you just walk in any place now and you can get your booster, or, or how does that work, Mark? I, you generally probably need to make an appointment, although uh-huh. you can do that at the fire department, and that's where I went on Friday. We had a group of us that uh, wanted a, a booster shot before the holiday, so the fire department accommodated. They said, look, we need at least 10 of you to do this properly because they don't want to waste any doses. They want to make sure that they, you know, uh, the the booster is just one shot uh-huh. if you're using one of the double ones, so they don't want to waste any doses, so they need a group of people spaced out about every 10 minutes, and that's what we put together for them. But they're doing that on Thursdays over at the Fire Administration, which is the city services building. So if you want to get a booster, you can do it there, but you can also make an appointment back where you probably got your first one. You can mm-hmm. walk in a lot of places and do that. It is very available at this point, yes. All right, Mark, I've got to tell you something that happened to me over the weekend. Um, I, I, You know, I recently purchased a house, and so and there was an H. So this was my first HOA meeting. I went to go to our homeowners association. Oh, you actually went? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that was a – oh, that was, that's – oh, God. <laughs> first and last, Mark. First and last. I'll tell you that one. Right out now. of sight, out of mind on something. Oh, my God. I'll never do that again. That was a half hour of my life. I'll never get back. But – uh, that being said, so I thought it was in it. We met at the Market Common area. I, I thought they said go to the Crabtree, you know, the gym there. And I went, no. Long story short, I thought I knew pretty much everything out there. I, I have apparently had never been to the Robert H. Reed Rec Center until this oh, weekend. Yep. Yeah, the former base recreation center. It literally was the base recreation center back when it was the Air Force Base, and we renamed it in honor of General Reed when he passed, what, about two years ago now, I guess. So you'd never been there before. It's a neat building, isn't it? I, I had, I'd never been there, Mark. I mean, what uh, what can you do there? I, I know this is not on the list, but I'm just curious. What can you do there? What what? what? Te- technically, it is on the list down towards the end, okay. and I'll give you a, a, a little rundown on it. You can play pool or ping pong, table tennis. Anybody just pops in and plays pool or ping pong or table tennis. They've got all kinds of classes there. Bridge, you can play bridge or canasta, chess and checkers, cribbage and euchre. Gosh, I don't know what euchre is. I have played cribbage. Um, actually, I'm decent at cribbage, although not as good as my former father-in-law at cribbage. Oh, he, could, oh. he could wipe you out in cribbage. Um, mahjong, 
Pinochle. My parents played Pinochle, although I never learned Pinochle. There's a table tennis group that meets okay. that if you think you play decent table tennis, they will quickly cure you of that thought because <laughs> they're really good. Um, and I think they meet Wednesdays. They used to meet a couple of days a week. I think they just meet Wednesdays these days. There are line dance lessons, and that's what I need to do is go take a line dance lesson with Sonia. Guitar lessons or guitar lessons, depending upon what part of the country you're <laughs> from. Um, there's an open art studio on Thursdays. Uh, quilting. There's a big quilting group that meets there. Did I say bingo? I think there's No, you didn't say bingo. You didn't say bingo. Um, I don't see bingo on the list, but I think there's still bingo. And then you know, senior movies as well. The senior movies on So that's Friday. where those, okay, that's where that takes yeah. place. At. Yeah, so it's a tremendous amount of stuff you can do there at the base rec, or and, the Robert H. Reed Recreation. And is that open to, who's that open to? Anybody? Sorry, I'm muted so I could cough and couldn't oh. get it back off. Though. Okay. Um, yeah, it's open to the public. Um, you can also rent it. So the people hold wedding receptions and birthday parties and um, all kinds of events in the big ballroom. The ballroom will seat you know, 250, 300 people, so okay. it gets rented out a, a lot. And then there are some back rooms, some of the neighborhood watch groups for the market common. Actually, I think all the neighborhood watch. Well, that's not true. A couple of them don't meet there, but most of the neighborhood watch groups for the market common meet at Reed Recreation. I just thought I knew what I was talking about there, and I had no idea until this weekend. So I was like, and I, while we're on that subject, let me digress here for a moment. The city acquired from the Air Force a number of properties. I won't be able to list all of them probably, but when the base closed, the mm -hmm. properties were divided up. You know, a church got some, or a, church, a couple of churches may have gotten some. Uh, HGTC got some. The county got the airport. The city. Uh, the Redevelopment Authority got the core of the, the base. The city received the base recreation center, now Reed Recreation Center, Crabtree Gym, uh -huh. uh, Fire Station Number 4, um, Whispering Pines Golf Course. I think there were seven properties in all that we received. Oh, Midway. Well, maybe Midway. I think we already had Midway Park. Seven properties in all. Oh, Fire Station Number 3. That, that was part of the deal, too, that we received from the former Air Force Base. Okay, so because I was, as I was looking out, as I was driving out of there Saturday after that, you know, the the <laughs> the chaos that was our HLA <laughs> meeting, I was just noticing a few things out there. In particular, like there's a the church there, which I knew the church was there. I'm assuming that was a a, a military church at one point, I guess. It, it was, and I don't know a whole lot about it, but yes, that's that's what it was originally. Yes. Okay, so I was, I just learned a few things. I just learned a few things there, Mark. Yep. All right, so uh, last Thursday, was, it was Thursday, right? At, uh, yes. at, at, that was the last of the of the, the fall-winter season for, for nights at Nance, and I, must, I'm, I take it by all accounts, it was a well-attended event. It really was. They had a great crowd for it. The weather cooperated, unlike the third one when it was really cold, um, but had a wonderful crowd there at Nance Plaza uh, for... Miracle Max and the Pet Monsters. Um, people sat there. They danced. They they ate from the food trucks. Man, I got a pizza from one of the food trucks, which was very good. Um, just a, a really neat event. And parking was so I, – I, I don't know what else. I don't know where everybody was, Night Train, but there were cars all over the place. I drove around the block twice and ended up going, driving back to the City Hall, parking at City Hall, and walking over from City Hall. It was that crowded over there. So let me ask you a question. So on that note, Mark, is that – is is that of concern down the road? Um, a little bit, although 
part of the reason why parking was in some short supply is that we are working on the parking lot that's in the middle of those buildings. Uh-huh. It's one of those weird things where the buildings are on the outside, the parking's on the inside. So we are working in there to put the utilities underground. So some of that parking was blocked off and not available. Uh, but it is overall, although as part of the plans, you know, when you look at the big master plan for the downtown area night train, some parking decks are included in that. That's maybe what I was wondering. Part of, yeah. part of a mix for some other buildings. So, yes, it is a concern, and it is something that we'll need to address as we move forward with more buildings in that area. Is I know you talked about doing this, and we'll not talk about it. It's going to happen in the spring. We're going to do this in the spring there as well. Um do you just stop it in the middle of summer because of tourism, or do you think the locals wouldn't go down there then? What's the what's the thought pattern there? And I don't know that we've thought that far ahead. That's a great question. I just don't have a great answer <laughs> to go with it. Um, there is activity on the boardwalk. There's activity at Plyler Park in the summertime. And the question, I think the bigger question is, how much do we, the city, uh-huh program those spaces versus the the oceanfront merchants or some other groups programming those spaces. So there will be activity. The question is, how far does it go and who's who's responsible for it? And so I get your I get your point. I get your point. And and I think there there's a time and a place where that you're, the city's not going to have to worry about any of this. It's just going to yeah, happen. It'll take over just like just like uh, the market common area has pretty much taken over. It's full of activity, and we're not doing any of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and I can easily see that happening. So so long story short, there is a potential for it to even be in the summer. It just could be the merchants grabbing a hold of what is a, is a good thing, right? It could be. We we should have. Ninth Avenue North filled by summertime of next year. Uh, hopefully, work will be underway on the theater by next summer. Although it won't be open, but work might be underway by by then. Um, and I think there will be enough of a critical mass that activities and events will happen. Nance Plaza will be that gathering place where, hey, there's a little band out here this uh-huh. this weekend or the, tonight, or there's music every night, for example. That would really be the ideal situation. Is there special permitting required for like? music out like that inside the city? Um, sometimes there is, and, and I, it, it gets a little bit complicated. It depends on what the underlying zoning is, uh-huh. whether or not we've done a, done a sidewalk cafe permit for it. So there are a number of little factors to it. So sometimes yes, sometimes no. It, I, I would almost have to have a case-by-case answer to that question. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> there's not really an official start technically, or an official end, technically, because it can kind of happen when it wants to, but hurricane season, see ya, see ya. Yay, drum roll, we're almost <laughs> done with it, dude. Uh, what, a week or so from t- tomorrow? Well, we, you and I are talking on Monday, so next Tuesday, a week uh, after, the week after Thanksgiving, November 30th, is the last official day of hurricane season, although we have had storms as late as January, I think they didn't call them hurricanes, but they call them subtropical <laughs> systems or something like that. So, but anyway, we've we've knockwood skated through pretty much this year. Although the weather's going to get cool and and iffy a little bit this weekend for Thanksgiving, but you know, bundle up. I was when I looked at the weather forecast late last week, it looked pretty promising for this week. I yeah. looked at it again today, and it's not so promising anymore. <laughs> No, no, and you know, because the 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 weather prognosticators were talking about a you know a a pretty active hurricane season, and it and it granted it started out like that. Just we were for the most part, for the most part, easy for me to say, uh, 
spared for the exception of, you know, uh, Louisiana with that one. But Yeah, the, the Gulf Coast got a couple of them, uh, I think, this year. And for the most part, you're right. For the most part, they seem to spin off out to the northwest quicker than they made it to the east coast, which is great. They can continue doing that as far as I'm concerned. That would be wonderful. So, yes, we've uh, – because there for what, two or three years straight, we were having some come right at us, so we needed a little reprieve, I'd say. They do seem – yeah, it do seem to run in cycles. It was nice to, you know, with all the COVID stuff for the last few years, it was nice to have a small break in, in one of our emergencies. No, no seriously. I mean, it's like, oh, that's great. We've got all this. We're all shut down. We're yeah. all wearing masks. Yeah, sure, yeah. hurricane. Come on in. Yeah, welcome. It could be worse. We could live in California where there are droughts and fires and floods and earthquakes. And, that's you know, true. That's true. All right, so, Mark, uh, as as you're listening to this, uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast and you, you, you've heard this early, but if you're listening to us on a Saturday or Sunday over the radio, the um, the ice skating rink kicked off on Friday, right? Um, it, yeah, absolutely, on Friday. Well, if you're listening to the podcast, you're right, it'll be later in the week, but if you're listening to the Cumulus Station, it'll, it will have occurred already. So, yes, absolutely. Uh, we did a media day on Monday, which is today. You and I are talking. That's- I thought about doing it, Mark. I thought about it, and I was like, screw it. I don't want to be in a body cast. I don't want to be in a body cast. You've, you've still got time to go down. They've got some <laughs> professional ice skaters coming at 4 o'clock today for the media. So you have a chance to go watch them do that. But it's a nice ice rink. It's like 50 by 70 or 75. There's a 200-ton chiller that's keeping it all cold and had a little conversation with the guy who was setting it up and I said, you know, said how, how cold will this make it he says oh down to about zero really okay he says, yeah it might it might get up to six or seven degrees when it you know but no zero pretty much even in 70 degree weather it should keep it cold and the ice is generally six to eight inches thick he said so um, I, the media was out there again on monday the ice skaters there and then the grand opening is Friday. It will be open to the public on Friday. The grand opening is at 4. They'll do the tree lighting at that point. I think they've got some singers. It's going to be a big big production at that point on Friday. And then, hey, come down and ice skate at the beach and, and do the light show as well, too. The ice rink is open from 3 to 9, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, Sundays, I'm sorry, Saturday and Sunday, it's open from noon till 10, and it's closed Christmas Day, so you can't go ice skate on Christmas. And then the light show starts at 5 o'clock each evening and then runs until about um, 9 o'clock as well. Admission, there's a combo deal. Gosh, and I'm going to take a minute and run through this. It's just complicated, I'm afraid. Uh, For ice skating, if you bring your own skates, it's $15. If you rent skates, it's a total of $20. the with the light show is seven dollars for adults. Kids are five bucks. Children under four are free. Um, and then there's a combo deal. So if you do adults ice skating and light show with the skate rental, it's twenty five dollars. Children twelve and under ice skating light show skate rental is twenty three dollars. You save a couple of bucks overall well, when you do a combo deal. So uh, this is this light show, Mark. I mean. Is it hidden? So you, I mean, where you can't see the lights or what? I mean, no, no, and no, you can definitely see it. In fact, we popped up a, an image on our cover on our Facebook page when they were testing it out late last week. Now you can definitely see it, and there's music that goes along with it. And you walk through it. Um, it covers a couple of acres, three or four acres. I mean, it's an enormous. Because you, 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 you talked about you didn't think you were going to maybe 
quite be a fan of it, but you've since said I am a fan of it, right? So it, it looks good. I, you know, I, I have seen light shows around the country. This one um, at least met my expectations, so that's a good thing. Okay, all right, fair enough. I'm still not ice skating though. So, by the yeah, way, I, I will go watch the pros do it today. <laughs> you will do that. You will do that. So, I will do is that. there somebody guarding this rink at all times? I mean, how does this work, Mark? I mean, I, I imagine the answer to that's yes. I've not asked that question, but I imagine the answer is yes. All right, sure. just just curious. All right, uh, tree lighting, uh, the grand opening. What are we talking about, Mark? What are we talking about? Um, yeah, the grand opening is at 4 o'clock. We've got a couple of tree lightings. Let me go back to the locals' community day before we shift gears okay. completely okay. here. There's a free community day for locals on Tuesday, December 7th from 5 till 9. So if you're a local, and I think they mean Orion, Georgetown County's night train. You're talking about for the Winter Wonderland. Yeah, for the Winter Wonderland, for the ice skating. um, I don't know whether, yeah, it's it's the light show and the ice skating, the the light skating and the ice show uh, from (laughs) 5 till Five till nine on Tuesday, December seventh. Free for locals. So bring your local ID and come on down and have a blast. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so now the the tree lighting. What are we talking about there, Mark? What yeah, we... the tree lighting. This is the Garden of Hope tree lighting. We've done this five years, four or five years now, and it's a, it's a very neat event. It's over in the Booker T. Washington area at the Garden of Hope, which runs between. I think Carver and Dunbar Streets, and uh, Santa and Mrs. Claus are there. There's some entertainment. There's some gifts for the kids. The kids actually get gifts at these events. Um, it, it really is a neat activity. Uh, it's coming up on, let me get the right date in front of me, do, 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 do. Sunday, December 5th, so a week from this Sunday, December 5th, 4 to 6 p.m. Gosh, it's dark at, at like 5 o'clock, so, um, and there's a, there's a tree that gets lighted as well. Uh, the Neighborhood Services Department puts it on, so we'll have some live music, hot chocolate, cookies, and uh, even photos with Santa and Mrs. Claus, probably, if you're over there for that. I've been talking about this on on, uh, on my show in the afternoons, and, and I want to make sure we give it good plugs because the Humane Society is in, really, in some really desperate needs of, of many things right now, and the police department is, is, Myrtle Beach Police is trying to help out with that, Mark. Absolutely. And they did this last year and were overwhelmed with all the donations that people came up with. So next Saturday from 11 till 3, so Saturday, December 4th, over at the Ted C. Collins Law Enforcement Center night train, it's a special holiday donation drive benefiting the homeless animals at the Grand Strand Humane Society. Again, 11 to 3, bring your stuff by. You can drop it off by probably earlier than that, but 11 to 3 on Saturday is really the goal. Um, Dog food. Cat food, you know, um, kitten chow, uh, puppy chow, uh, pill pockets, uh, cat litter, paper towels, disinfecting bleach and wipes, uh, laundry detergent, some you know garbage bags, some of the big plastic garbage bags, dog and cat collars, and toys and 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 clothing and you know towels and blankets and all that good stuff is what they're looking for over at the police department for the Humane Society. And speaking of the Humane Society, where, where are we at? They're still kind of in limbo as to uh, a new facility? Yeah, they're sort of operating out of two locations at this point. They're operating the dogs, I think, out of the existing facility there on Mr. Joe White Avenue. The kennels are in operation there. The city has committed to help them find a new building and has committed some money to make that happen. So they're in the active search, and so are we in the active search for a, a site. And I think the cats may still be over at Tanger Alley. Uh, okay. I haven't checked on that late Tanger, but I think the cats are still over there. So. 
All right, so I, I did. I see this on the list, and I don't recall us ever talking about this, Mark. I didn't know that we needed such a thing. The certified bicycle officers wanted. I, I don't recall ever this being a topic, Mark. Um, yeah, this is something that the police department is, is shifting gears, no pun intended, shifting bicycle gears. For, for next summer, they're looking to hire certified bicycle officers. The, the, you've been downtown on a summer, any summer day-night sure. train. It's a busy environment. Getting a police car along Ocean Boulevard is not easy to do, but you can get a bicycle in and around. And we have a great bicycle officer team, and they would like to expand that and really cover that downtown area and the boardwalk with those bicycle officers. So if you're listening from afar and you've always wanted to work in Myrtle Beach or you are a bicycle rider and you've thought about being a police officer, hey, this message is for you. Listen up now. So they're looking to hire certified bicycle police officers for this expanding unit that they have. And again, if you're you know, in, in another city and you're a bicycle officer there, we'd love to talk to you and uh, let you know what's going on here in Myrtle Beach about our police department. So wait, so wait a second. So is there a difference between, is there such thing as a non-certified bicycle police person? Well, I think the certified <laughs> goes with the police officer. That's what I was, that's what I was kind of <laughs> caught up with there. So. Yeah, although these these folks are in physical fitness sure. shape like you sure. and I will, will never imagine because you know, I, I, they'll go on a training ride of 100 miles or something like that. I'm not, uh, okay, okay. You know, and now, you, you know, you bring that up, and that makes complete sense. Yeah, Because, so, I mean, it's like, I can ride a bike, you know. Yeah, that's not what that's I'm not, not chasing anybody for. down on it, I'll tell you that. These, these, these people are on a bicycle you know, 10 to 12 hours a day and have a blast doing it. They They really enjoy what they do. So that's where the police department is looking to expand the you know, public interaction with the police Mark, officers I just, I, there. I was just getting ready to say that now this is really truly one-on-one -on -one public interaction when, when they're on the bicycles. It really is. It, it, it absolutely is. And, and when you talk to the officers, certainly they, they have to deal with the tough stuff, but they also have a lot of fun things that they do down there. And, hey, you're working literally next door to the beach, for Pete's sake. You're riding on the boardwalk. You're talking to all the people. You're having a great time. Um, and you are helping folks as part of that, too. It, it's, it's one of those ideal jobs for millennials. <laughs> <laughs> true that. True that. Um, we've uh, talked about this before. I mean, Myrtle Beach City would – not be Myrtle Beach City with a lot of without a lot of uh, you know people wanting to be on the boards and commissions. I mean, these are non-paid positions, Mark. Um, no, they're not, and we do need some board commission uh, folks uh, right now. Um, if you're interested in serving, again, these are volunteer positions. You don't get paid for any of this stuff, but we'd love to have you apply for that. I know, for example, we've got one vacancy on our seniors advisory committee. So if you, if you are, uh, I don't know that you have to be a senior that I trained to be on that committee, but we, we, we will certainly entertain your application for that. Let me, I'm scrolling to get to the right thing. Check our Facebook page. Myrtle Beach City Government, all of this is on there along with a whole lot more. But, yeah, we are looking for folks to fill board and commission uh, vacancies at this point. So uh, take a look, uh, check out the Friday Facts, and give us a shout and let us know if you're interested. This is always a big thing to kick to kick start the new year, and, and the city's done this for a while. It's the, the, the Choose to Move program where, you know, you get some of those pandemic pounds off, the holiday pounds off. It's a good way to start the new year. Yeah, it, it absolutely is, and they do this over at uh, Pepper Gettings Recreation Center. 
gosh, and you, you, you'd think that I would know after doing this for a dozen years how quickly to get to things on my list. But no, it doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Choose to Move is something that the recreation folks have done for a number of years now. And it, it really is a, a good team-building experience. It's a great chance for you to get out there and um, work off those those pounds to do some I think it runs like three months. Gosh, right. come back to this subject, and I will. I will talk about it in a minute. How's that? <laughs> I understand. I mean, I just I need to get back into shape. That's all I can tell you. I was like, because I am a shape right now, and it's round, and I'm really upset at myself. So, I need here to- we go. Here we go. I'm with you now. It's a ten week all inclusive City of Myrtle Beach Recreation Center membership. You get unlimited access to the fitness and aquatics classes. You earn points by attending fitness classes, improving your fitness, and losing weight. Prizes will be awarded to the top winners. Um, It's also a great social thing, a great networking experience, because you meet locals who are part of this as well. Um, Certain milestones are met, weight loss, inches lost, and, and meeting your health goals. Registration begins Wednesday, December 8th, and the program begins Saturday, January 8th. So if you've got a question, call Sam Vitito. That's she, by the way, over at uh, Pepper Gettings Recreation Center for Choose to Move coming up in January. So it's January, February, March, and it's an all-inclusive pass to our recreation centers. I don't know. I don't recall this. Maybe this maybe this has happened in the past, but I've seen a lot of it now, and I, I, I know it's going to be big. Is the 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 Polar Express event at at the depot? That sounds like a lot of fun, Mark. Yeah, that does, and, and I, I think I missed the Polar Express when my son was growing up. So I don't know that I'm I'm a big Polar Express person. But this is coming up next Friday, December third, from five thirty to nine over at the train depot. And what what a cool place to do the Polar Express movie at a train depot. I yeah. think that's just really neat. Uh, it features two viewings of the Polar Express movie. It also includes a special visit from Santa and Mrs. Claus, cookie decorating, hot chocolate crafts, every time and more. And we're doing this uh, with the Culinary Institute of Myrtle Beach and the Young Talkers Adult and Pediatric Therapy Clinic. So they're helping make this event much more special. Again, it's at the train depot next Friday, December 3rd, starting at 530. This is one of my favorite events every year that the city does. And it's where they uh, they they trap and uh, release live deer downtown, and uh, it, uh, reindeer games. I just I just love yeah, that, that event. I love that event. Yeah, that that's not exactly what that one is. Although this is a cool event. Um, reindeer games is something that we've done for a number of years over at Pepper Gettings Recreation Center, and it's coming up on Friday, December tenth, from six till ten. And this is for, I say it's for kids, and I train. Yeah. It's really for mom and dad. This is a chance for mom and dad to park the kids over at the recreation center the kids have a great time and mom and dad can then either have a date night they can take a nap they can go (laughs) see a movie they can clean up the house they can go do christmas shopping they can do all sorts of things while youngsters are having a great time over at pepper kettings recreation center so it's kindergarten through fifth grade, 6 to 10 p.m., Friday, December 10th, at Pepper Gettings Recreation Center. The kids get to do games, food, snacks, crafts, a movie, and more. Heck, I'd go do that, honestly. The cost per child is $8 for city residents or $15 for non-city residents. You do need to register. This is one of those that will fill up, so you do need to register. And the registration deadline is Wednesday, December 8th, so you've still got a little bit of time to do that. But, yeah. Really, it's a great chance for the kids to have fun 
while mom and dad go do something really productive or, or really lazy. <laughs> I don't recall this one, Mark. What is this? The a gong show talent competition? What is, what is this, Mark? Yeah, this is new, I think. At least I don't remember them doing this before. Oh. This is coming up Saturday, December 12th, and it's at General Reed. You asked about General Reed. Okay. It's at the Reed Recreation Center. And it... <laughs> Performers will get a chance to share their talents in front of an audience, and they'll be judged by the audience themselves. A gong will alert the performers when the audience is ready to see a different actor. <laughs> basically, saying, you suck. That's what that is. Yeah, basically. Uh, well, yeah, that was fun. Next, uh, th- three judges will score the performances, and three groups will each compete for a prize. The age groups are seven to twelve, thirteen to nineteen. And 20 and up. You and I are both in that 20 and up. Definitely up. Way up. Way up. Winners of each category will compete for the overall competition. Um, All competitors are required to sell 10 tickets, so there is an admission. It's five bucks per person. So bring your family and friends to cheer you on at the Gong Show Christmas Talent Competition at General Reed. I can juggle, but that's about it. Can you really? Yeah, I really can. That was one of the the things I learned in college was how to juggle. (laughs) And that's what people go to college for, Mark. I mean, it is. I, that's exactly what I went to college seriously, for. Seriously, I mean, I've thought about that. I, I really, if it wasn't for the gift of gab and an extreme amount of sarcasm, I have nothing to give society, Mark. I have no talents. I have nothing. <laughs> yeah, in college, I learned how to juggle and I learned how to speak gibberish. I, I can do gibberish very well. Mark, they can get in touch with you if they need to, right, sir? Yeah, absolutely. Check out our Facebook page, Myrtle Beach City Government. Check out our website, cityofmyrtlebeach.com. You've got the podcast. You've got a blog. And I do answer my own telephone. So have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. For Mark Crew, I am Night Train. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Myrtle Beach Focus this weekend on your favorite Cumulus radio station.